I sense a plot to destroy the Jedi. Welcome to A Conspiracy in the Force, the show where we examine parallel conspiracies in a galaxy far, far away, in a galaxy not so far away. The show is designed as an introduction to modern day conspiracy theories by using Star Wars, one of the most beloved fictional universes, as a point of reference. Let's begin. Hey, Conspiracy Kyle here. If you like this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps the podcast immensely and to be truly appreciated. Also, please share on social media. Um, I'm on Twitter. Technically, I was going to deactivate my account altogether, but I decided to keep it open just in case. So I'll be posting there um, a little bit from time to time, but I would truly appreciate it if you would help share um, and get my content around to to new people and new listeners. I would, I would truly appreciate it. You can also find my YouTube channel at Conspiracy Kyle. I've been posting some audio-only versions of these podcasts, and I'll be posting more video content in the future as well. On to the show. This episode is titled, The Unpersoning of Star Wars. In 2012, the deal was finalized. Star Wars was now officially purchased by and under the umbrella of the mouse. The mouse himself, Mickey Mouse. Disney's purchase of Star Wars for $4 billion, along with its previous purchase of Marvel for $4 billion as well, set the stage for a rapid and fast-paced rollout of new movies, shows, novels, and video games for these prestigious franchises. Starting with The Force Awakens in 2015, Disney has launched five new movies from 2015 to 2019, and several new TV series, including The Mandalorian, which, in my opinion, is one of the finest pieces of Star Wars cinema to come out since the original trilogy itself. New comics and novels have been released as companion pieces to the new sequel trilogy, and even the prequel and original trilogies. A new multimedia series titled The High Republic has just launched as well, which takes place hundreds of years before the start of the prequel trilogy. But what happened to all the other books, comics, and video games released under the Star Wars umbrella before Disney's takeover? Surely these would all still fit into the overall story going forward. Well, the answer by Disney was a simple no. On April 25th, 2014, Lucasfilm sent out a press release stating that any works released prior by Lucasfilm to the Disney purchase were to be considered legends. Or an easy way of saying they're not part of the continuity of the Star Wars literature or story going forward. According to the press release, this was done to, quote, give maximum creative freedom to the filmmakers and also preserve an element of surprise and discovery for the audience, unquote. 
Basically, the crew in charge of the upcoming sequel trilogy did not want to be beholden to anything that was written previously. They wanted to essentially erase the previous stories and work with a clean slate. You know, I personally can see both sides of the table here. For Lucasfilm and its creative team, the prior novels and comics dubbed The Expanded Universe, which contained all tie-in materials not directly sanctioned by George Lucas as part of his overall story, were comprised of a massive collection of material at the time of Disney's purchase in 2012. It really wouldn't make sense for writers and directors to have to know all the knowledge and story elements within the expanded universe as a prerequisite for writing their new stories. It didn't make logical sense, and most creatives don't want to be hampered by unnecessary roadblocks anyways. However, the expanded universe stories were beloved by millions around the globe. The Heir to the Empire novel trilogy in the early 90s became a bestseller and rocketed Star Wars back into popular culture since there was not much buzz around the franchise in the mid to late 80s after the original trilogy ended with Return of the Jedi in 1983. For me personally, the Jedi Academy trilogy, which also came out in the 90s, was one of my favorite pieces of Star Wars fiction, which went through the adventures of Luke Skywalker as he set out to create and operate his own Jedi Academy in the years following Return of the Jedi. In my opinion, this story was stronger than anything that happened in the sequel trilogy. After the sequel trilogy ended, like myself, many fans were left wondering what would have happened if Lucasfilm and Disney had just adapted the story elements from the Heir to the Empire series or other expanded universe novels. Would the story have been better? Maybe. Maybe not. But with the expanded universe history in the back of people's minds, the complete disregard for it in the new era of Disney Star Wars definitely rubbed people the wrong way. To quote the novel 1984, quote, Books were recalled and rewritten again and again, and were invariably reissued, without any admission that any alteration had been made. Unquote. Basically, what Disney did to the expanded universe was to unperson it. Unperson is a term from the novel 1984 by George Orwell. If you are familiar, Basically, it means to erase a person from history. A person that truly did exist in history. But the government in control needed the person's memory to be erased from the history books, newspapers, and any and all popular culture. The main character in the novel, Winston, is tasked with removing instances from literature of anyone who is considered an unperson. When Winston deleted someone from the official records, he had no idea about the reasoning behind it, but what he believed was happening was that, quote, purges and vaporizations were a necessary part of the mechanics of government, unquote. You also do see a direct link to unpersoning existing in the Star Wars prequel trilogy itself. In the film Attack of the Clones, Obi-Wan Kenobi is attempting to find the origin planet of a poison dart that a bounty hunter had used on a fellow bounty hunter at the beginning of the movie. 
Through his investigation, he discovers that this dart comes from the planet Camino, which is a planet consisting of cloners, people who are in the business of creating and selling clones. When searching through the Jedi Library archives at the Jedi Temple on Coruscant, Obi-Wan cannot find any evidence of this planet, or even a location reference. Even when looking on a holographic star map that Master Yoda displays for him, he still can't find it. A young student in Yoda's class determines that basically the planet was removed or deleted from the Jedi Archive databank itself. Though considered Legends material now, some tie-in materials believe that Count Dooku was the one who removed this planet from the Archives to help hide Palpatine's true intentions for the clone army that would be put into play many years later. So now let's talk about our world. Who are they trying to unperson or remove from history now? The obvious answer is, of course, former President Donald Trump. He was removed from Twitter and has been censored heavily and taken out of context in almost every regard by the mainstream media. Also recently, there have been many misleading articles that have come out stating that Pete Buttigieg is the first openly gay cabinet member, which is an outright lie, considering Donald Trump appointed Richard Grinnell during his term in office. You can also think of celebrities like Mel Gibson. His quotes on celebrities living off the blood of children alone have got him booted from Hollywood. And then you can also equate the overt deplatforming and demonetizing of members of the truth community from the internet to unpersoning, which essentially has attempted to remove them from the fabric of social media and the public arena, even those with hundreds of thousands of followers. In past history, you can also find evidence of dictatorships trying to remove certain people from history. Under Stalin's communist regime, they outright removed people from photographs. You can see a before and after. One picture has six people, the other picture has five people. Other people were outright removed from society in Stalin's day and never heard from again. I truly believe we are heading towards this Stalin-like state here in the U.S. in a digital sense. Any dissenting opinions need to be removed from existence, as well as the people spreading these opinions. Even though spreading uncomfortable truths that go against the mainstream narrative, that's also territory for unpersoning. It's a slippery slope that leads to a totalitarian state. But that doesn't mean we should give up. Quite the contrary. Words can be deleted, and pictures can be deleted, but thoughts can grow forever in our minds and we can spread those to others. Keep fighting. May the Force be with you.